Uh, very interesting and lovely intro you just heard was, of course, by my little younger brother, Ian Bamberger. Yep, the one and only. So talented. That's right. Ian in the house. All right, Imani's out for the evening. Uh, we have a spectacular show for you this evening, so uh, we're just going to pack everything in. We have great uh, artist uh, guests in the house tonight. We have special guests, uh, Arturo Cabrera. He's a portrait uh, artist, am I correct? Yep, portrait painter, figurative yeah. artist. Okay, good. Well, welcome. Fun. We're going to hear a lot Thank from uh, Arturo uh, in just a little bit. We also have a good friend of mine, art dealer, uh, New York City, uh, Mr. Gene Seidman, back in the house. Gene. Hello, hello. Oh, yeah. Good to be back, Pat. Good oh, yeah. Love to have Look, you're looking so handsome and dashing, huh? You know, uh, I happen to be with... Dapper Dan, about <laughs> an hour and a half ago. Up Were in, you? Up in Harlem, yeah. Is that the guy who had to deal with the Gucci? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we want to hear all about that okay. in just a little bit. All right. Uh, we also have uh, some a uh, few people who will be calling in uh, and later on onto the show uh, to represent their book. They have a new book coming out. Uh, we have uh, Sophia uh, Resnick who will be calling in, along with her partner or co-author, I should say, uh, Jerry Miller, uh, to speak about their uh, new book. In fact, uh, the book is called Family Battle uh, at Kruger Lake. So uh, sit tight, folks. We're going to just gear up. All right. Also, if you'd like to call in with your New York moments, thoughts, or opinions, or just any questions for our panel, uh, please call 646-690-2976. 646-690-2976. All right. With that, um, I'm just going to start off on a sad note because this past week, these past few days has been just horrific, just craziness, Ian. I mean, I'd say it's historical in a dark way. I mean, I don't even know where to begin here. Yeah. I mean, first, we had this this guy planting bombs or mailing bombs to uh, uh, prominent Democrats throughout the country. Former presidents, former pr- former yeah. presidents of the United States of America. Can you believe that shit? I, I can. I mean, sadly, I can too. And you know the rhetoric needs to stop. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just but before opinion. we go on, I'd like to just uh, 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 say my prayers and my condolences to the eleven families who lost loved ones uh, at the synagogue in Pitts- uh, Pittsburgh this past Saturday. And you know what's upsetting? I mean, I can really cry, which I did cry. These people weren't bothering anyone. They were worshiping, you know, their God or whatever they were doing. They weren't bothering anyone. At this synagogue, and this freaking jackass walks in and decides to to take people's lives and wound others. I don't understand. It's sad because it can happen. I mean, we're we're here at the station, not bothering anyone, just chirping about it. And some freaking psycho just walks up in here and just, you know, decides to just blast us all. It's scary. Yeah, it really is scary. You know, and, and I, you know, a lot of people say it needs to stop, and I'll say it, it needs to stop, but something else needs to happen. I mean, I don't know what's going on. It's just scary and scary every day. Well, you can analyze this. The man who walked into that synagogue and yeah. mercilessly gunned down like a coward, uh, yeah. innocent people, uh, yeah. he's mentally ill. He's had issues in the past. Oh, really? That have been documented, but he can legally buy guns. True. Let's just, let's just establish that. Yeah. I'm not trying to, like... Uh, talk trash on the Second Amendment, but I'm right. just saying this man who has mental problems was able to buy pistols, ammunition, and an AR-15. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Look, oh, in many know. states, it's a, you can't buy a beer, <laughs> but you can buy a goddamn. <laughs> you can buy, buy a gun. We need Ain't that something? <laughs> you know, it happened. Horrible. Listen, it isn't just the synagogue in Pittsburgh. It happened in South Carolina. Well, when, yeah, when Obama was president, there was. Um, Eight people gunned down in a church. In a church, yeah. 
with that you young know, same punk kind who, of deal. Just wasn't that yeah. guy a white supremacist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's my point. It's scary. That's my point. It's scary. It's not, you know, it's not Jews. It's not blacks. It's not, you know, uh, uh, Muslims. It's across the board. It's not uh, whites. It's just, you know, yeah. it's just crazy. It's happening to everybody. It's. I mean, I don't know what's going on. It's yeah. it's just all up in the air. And it's, it's just scary times for me. That's all I want to say. Seriously. Um, so, again, my prayers and my thoughts go out to the 11 families. So, uh, you know, that's that. All right, next week. Footnote, uh, footnote on the, the NRA, though, because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we've had so many of these school shootings. And when you bring up you know, these kinds of crazy, sick people who take lives in the, you know, matters into their own hands and, and put their own political opinions and shoot mm-hmm. and kill people, there really does need to be legislation around gun control in America. And the fact that we haven't done anything, the fact that Congress has bought off, the fact that the NRA is so powerful, uh, I think yeah. it's time that we look into that and, and do something about it already. Yep, I completely agree. The Definitely. NRA donates millions to campaigns. Well, no you know, uh, because of that, I'll tell you a segue. Uh, next week, a week from today, is vote day. I'm All right, midterm election. So, folks, we know what to do. Can you know, uh, let's go out and get out there and vote. Everyone, get off your asses, get off your horses, get off. I don't, I don't know. Get out of bed, <laughs> but just get out there and vote next Tuesday, November sixth. Yeah. In fact, uh, City Bike is offering free rides to everyone in New York City. So get out there and vote, all right? So you don't have to pay for City Bike That's next great. Tuesday, November 6th, all right? Just because of that. They want everyone to get out there and vote. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care what party. Just get out there and vote, all right? I mean, just think about it. It was so hard to get the vote, whether you were a woman back in the suffrage age or you were a black person during the civil rights era in 1964. It was such – these were so hard fought. Yeah gains for humanity in America and the fact that 50% of the people who can vote do vote is just so alarming yep mm-hmm. it really is all right so get out and vote get out there and vote <laughs> folks get out there and vote all right well tomorrow yeah. is a uh, spooky day halloween so that should be festive yeah. i mean that'll brighten up i guess i mean it's a scary holiday but it's uh, people like to have fun so uh, if you're not doing anything tomorrow evening, starts at 7 p.m., uh, uh, attend the Halloween Day Parade on 6th Avenue uh, in Greenwich Village. Arturo. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, you want to say something? Oh, oh no. Oh. I, mean, I have a friend <laughs> yeah. who's getting married. Tomorrow. Oh, what, tomorrow? On Halloween? Really? Eric and Maria. They're really cool. Shout wow. outs to them. Cool. Oh, shout out to them. Yeah. On Halloween. Yeah. Any particular reason, just so I know? Uh, uh, well, just so we know, I don't know. Just, they moved away from New York, and now they're like, we got to get married in Brooklyn because they had like one of them's an artist, and he had um, he had a studio in Brooklyn, and you know they just love New York. I love so that. That's interesting. Shout them out. Well, really shout cool. out to them. Congratulations <laughs> on Halloween. Definitely. I love that. That's that's nice. All right, well, we're going to leave it on that that a nice note. I love that. So uh, without further ado, Ian, I think it's about that time to do what we do best, uh, and that's chirp about it. All right, Jay, give us some of that tune, folks. These folks, these comments you're about to hear about it. are real comments from real New Yorkers, your mothers, your brothers, your sex partners, your train conductors, your whomever. <laughs> All right, give us some of that tune. Yeah, baby. All right, also, folks, if you'd like to call with your New York moments, thoughts, or opinions, call 646-690-2900. Seven six. With that, Ian, what do you have? 
All right, this is a big one. This is a, a big trip. This is Michael from Upper East Side, and Michael says this. And sometimes, even in the crowded chaos of Times Square, you very randomly run into two different people you know from different worlds. Cities, times, all of the above of 20 minutes. Hashtag synchronicity. Biggest small town in the world. I love New York. I love New York, too. Great chirp. Yeah, that is beautiful. It is a small world. It is a small world in New York City, huh? You know, like you could be in Washington Square Park. You know, you hang out there, you will see the same people all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, small city. I know 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 people who's been on vacation outside of the country, in other countries, and they run into each other here in the great city, the Big Apple. So great chirp. I love Who's the chirper, by the way? That's Michael from Upper East Side. Michael, beautiful chirp. We love it. We we love it. We love New York City. All right. Mr. Mr. Sidman, what do you have to chirp about? Welcome back. I got, thank you. I got Derek from Scanton, PA. Dear New York, you have bagels, pizza, and theater down, but having people skills and 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 mannequins forgetting about it you guys suck so i don't know is it mannequins or manners Who's this guy manners oh having people skills and manners forget about it you oh, suck oh yeah well, well that, what do you say about uh, that you know you know um, people are getting more rude in general yeah Being trump just yeah <laughs> yeah listen <laughs> you know what it, there used to be more civility yeah and there's less civility, and it's it's um, disheartening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, but we'll work on that. You know, but that's why we gotta spread the love. When you know, for all of us, you can either be without manners, or you can spread the love. You can hug. You can smile. You can well watch the hugging these days. <laughs> watch the hugging, <laughs> but I smile. I yeah, hashtag you know what. You hashtag smile I more. more. Hashtag you hug me. Smile yeah. more. I like hashtag smile. I more. like that. All right, all right, Arturo. What do you have to chirp about this evening? Um, we have some some people getting in the way in the subway. All right, so. let's hear it. <laughs> subway uh, chirp. Yeah, if you tweet, uh, well, if you trip while reading or texting on your phone while climbing the subway stairs. Uh, I won't say I told you so, but I can't think it. Okay, and well, that's, that's by it. Antonio Corona Queen. So. You know, Antonio, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, yeah. I'm just tired of people just... I'm kind of guilty of it, but I'm a little bit more mindful yeah. of it now. you got to look you up know. and back down and look up and back down. Yeah, no, <laughs> Not exactly, encouraging right? it, but if it happens, it's if it's a an system. emergency. Look up, look back down, look up, back or down. Or go to the corner, go to a nook. You know, yeah. don't stop in the top of the stairs. That's the worst. Yeah. And then I'm like, got to go around you. There's I'm no one else you, in New York I love you, this right? show. I think all of New York City needs to listen to Chirp about it live, man. We learn on this show, right? Teach people. I love it. All right, Ian Bamberger, what do you have? All right, so this is Morris from Borough Park. And Morris has to say this. Conductor is holding our train in the station because we're running ahead of schedule. (laughs) This must be a freaking hoax. (laughs) Nothing seems to work well with the Metropolitan Transportation Authority. Oh, boy. (laughs) We have, you know, Morris, we have spent weeks discussing the bullshit with MTA in New York City. And they're going to shut down the L train as well, right? Yeah, right? April twenty so seventh. How do people like from Queens, you know, commute? What, what are we going to do? Hop on shuttles and just tens of thousands of people yeah. getting into buses and make our way across the city? It's wrong. It's, it's great. It ain't right. It, it is wrong. It's wrong. It ain't right. I love it. All right, Gene Sidman, what do you have? Okay, we're going to do another round of chops, and then we're going to 
Take a break by Mr. Georgia. Ian Bamberger. Yeah. We got Georgia from Harlem. All right, Georgia. That's where I live. Cab driver tried to tell me he didn't know where 118th Street was. <laughs> like, these city streets aren't numbered. Really? Please. <laughs> so, if you're a cab driver, you should probably know where 118th Street is. It's north. Of course. I mean, how do you know not know where 118th Street is? Unless he's new to Unless maybe yeah. he's new to the country. Who knows? But how's he driving anyway? Uh, Good point. I don't think Georgia from Harlem would have written this if it was a great drive. Yeah, that's right. All right, Arturo, what do you have? <laughs> More subway stuff. I keep right. getting well, the subway Well, can you flip thing. to a... Uh, oh, no, no, no. I'm fine now? with it because yeah. I totally agree. Oh, you know, okay. Let's you gotta, do it. you got to act right. Well, so, this is the voice of the people uh, of the city. So this is from Rachel, and she says, uh, Nothing puts a damp on your day quite like someone... Uh, quite like seeing someone pull out... <laughs> And pee all over the subway platform <laughs> like nobody's around and feeling it sprinkle on your feet. Oh! No! That sounds horrible. That's yeah. reason to so, knock someone out. Or if you can't what's your fight, take on that? Slap uh, I mean, yeah, aren't we bad. people anymore? Don't we have some dignity? Yeah, that, that's, that's bad. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, and then yeah. you're feeling it sprinkle on your feet. Yeah, like... <laughs> who's, uh, who's the charmer, by the way? Uh, Rachel. Rachel, I also, feel Rachel weird. must <laughs> be wearing a skirt because of course if it's is. sprinkling on you and you can feel it, can't be pants. Yeah. Can't be pants. Can't be pants. <laughs> and flip flops. Hey, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Wear some flippers oh, love next it. time. Oh, yeah. my Jeez. God. I love it. All right, Eve. Let's do one more round of chirps. Uh, this is my last one. This is Ernest from uh, Howard Beach. Howard Beach. Uh, can someone geographically inclined tell me where this is? Uh, Howard Beach? Beach is in Queens. It's, it's uh, Queens. Frank, am I right? Howard Beach is in Queens, right? Yeah. Borderline Brooklyn, Queens? Yeah, Borderline uh, Brooklyn, Queens. Magnificent. Ernest has to say this. That... <laughs> The Democrats and independents better line up to vote the orange crazy out of office. Oh. Vote, vote, vote crazy out. You hear that? I'll say it one more time, Pat. Right. Get me on recording here. Let's do it. The Democrats and independents better line up to vote the orange crazy out of office. Vote, vote, vote crazy out. There you 100%. Go. I'm voting. You heard it live and direct, right? You're a trip about it live. <laughs> That's a great trip. Who's the trip? Yeah. Ernest. Ernest. Well, Ernest, Howard man. Beach. Here you go. Get him out. If you want him out. All righty, uh, 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 Gene, what do you have? I got one more. Mike Miller from Yonkers writes, What do you do when someone's car alarm is going off at 7 a.m. on the weekend <laughs> after a long, restless week? What do you do? Go, uh, hashtag gone into rage. <laughs> <laughs> I say you, oh, take, can be annoying. You, take I mean, both, you take all your pillows and put them over at, your ears. That's and, right. There you, know, you go. You put some earplugs on. Put and yourself just, under the covers and yeah. relax. Very, yeah, you relax. Because there's enough rage going on. <laughs> you know, we don't want that. Self-control. Right. Yep, you're right about that. Uh, Tara, what do you have? <laughs> uh, we have uh, overhead in New York City. So uh, Kelly from Hell's Chicken or... Kyle, Hell's sorry. Chicken. Hell's me. Chicken. Hell's Chicken. Where the hell is that? Oh, my gosh. I'm so nervous. I apologize. No, oh, you're fine. You're fine. Kyle chirp about it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken, chicken, chicken would chirp yeah. about it. There you go. Chicken Kyle would chirp Hell's about kitchen. it. I apologize. No, sorry, don't, New York. Don't apologize. Uh, you can get a bagel and coffee for only $8.95. Only in New York is it that considerate for a steel deal on breakfast, and I totally agree. Yeah. I love going to the bodega. That's yeah. the best. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's eat, like spending Eat out every day. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, Bagel you actually coffee. save money eating out at a bodega, like if you just get a sandwich or something. Yeah. Because when you think about the time that it goes into going out to the store, yeah. getting the food, 
preparing the food, but you, you, know, it, you know what? Clean up, and what? it's like oh, I, I know what I, what I what I've noticed. <laughs> Treat yourself. <laughs> what, what I've noticed, Arturo, is these a lot of these bodegas are going like gourmet. You know, yeah, they're, they're getting they're fancy. They're getting like, fancy. You, and you I'm got, uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know about that. You know, but one thing I think is beautiful about bodegas and delis. Look at Brooklyn, like deep in uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. I live in Bed Stuy. No McDonald's. I mean, there's like I'm on Nostrand, so there's a Taco Bell, but so many of these non-corporatized uh, places. You get your lunch, you get your breakfast, you even get a dinner burger. I think it's beautiful. I enjoy it as a Brooklyn native of a year and a half. I love you know, it. A bodegas are, it's just such a great, like, experience. Because, man, when you go into a bodega for breakfast, man, they are the quickest <laughs> chefs. They make eggs. They, yeah, they just have bagels. You, however you want it, they got they it got going it on. They got it locked down. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I respect I respect the uh, bodegas. I respect the boat. Shout out to the bodegas, the ones the ones that are left, you know, because they're know. like fading away. They're vanishing. All right, do we have one last bonus chirp, or is that it? One last boy who wants to do a last bonus chirp. Mr. Yeah, all right, we have one from Mr. Frank. Also, guys, uh, after my show, stay tuned uh, for uh, Upfront with Frank. Great show. Right after me, 9 p.m. Spare in 93 minutes, you too, for your mental wellness, for your mental well being, you can cuddle with a cow. <laughs> wow, mm. look at that. <laughs> that sounds holy smokes. Wow, well, this strange. is on Facebook. Yeah, That's oh, folks, you, know, you gotta found, check this I found the thing and I, I, re, I, I shared it. Wow, look at that. Huh? Three, for 300 bucks. So, no longer, no longer hug a person or cuddle with the dog or the cat. Now you can hug a tree crap. Yeah, now you get to sit there and lay down with a, with a big <laughs> rand, with a big farm animal. I love it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore, Frank. I really don't. And if you want an extra perk, Peter, you know, Peter for the animals. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they steal came, dogs off. They came up porches. there about a year ago with this thing, and they're still talking about it. It says, cow's milk is a symbol of white supremacy. Cow's wow. milk. Cow's milk. Cow's milk. And hmm. unless you're going to either genetically change the cow or deprive kids, that's on NBC. Peter. Ah, says cow so milk is a symbol no of white have milk anymore. supremacy. Can you believe that? No. That's, that's not. I think that's over the... That's over the top, huh? It's over the top. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy stuff, I'll tell you. Look at that, Eden. I know. I- I've Oops. seen it. I saw a video of all these, like, shirtless, like, white supremacist dudes, like, chugging milk. Yeah, that's nuts. All right, uh, Toro, let's do one last chart before we close it out. Sure. Uh, when it's uh, noon and someone sets fire uh, to a trash can on Canal oh, Street. Gosh. That sounds like a lot of work. And you're like, this city has gone to hell, and everyone in it is a savage. Oh, uh, boy. Hashtag Wild West, Miss Nat from Tribeca. Yeah, it's like everyone's cracking wow. in the city, you know. Yeah. But you know what? There are good people here. There yeah. Good- well, you got to stay warm somehow. <laughs> right? <laughs> is that Why what not? he called it? Sure. <laughs> you got to think positive in this yeah. city. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> learning. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. That was our round of trips. Hope you enjoy these New York moments, thoughts, or opinions. Keep them coming at TrevorBody.com. To hear them live on the show next week, Tuesday at 8 p.m., CityWallRadio.com. With that, we're going to take a break by Mr. Ian Baber and come back and speak with our interesting panel. Yeah! So this song is called Taxi Driver. I've never played it live on the show. I wrote this um, about Pulp Fiction. There's a great scene with Bruce Willis hopping into a uh, cab after he kills a boxer in the ring. Marcellus Wallace tells him to throw the fight. Whatever. If you're listening, it doesn't matter. Yeah, this story becomes more applicable every day with my life in New York City. Taxi driver. 
He and Bamberger fucks Sure up about it large With taxi driver I Please give me a ride My friends are getting higher I do believe it's time To hit the road You know there's only one place we can go Maybe downtown When we can get down So please Don't leave me No Don't leave me On the corner A taxi driver On the corner A taxi driver So please Don't leave me No Don't leave me A taxi driver Oh yeah A taxi driver Why don't you open up the door Taxi driver It's surely getting late I'll need a lift I'm glad you're working late Or we could share the fare Anywhere you want to go Just put the pedal To the metal in the unknown Woo! So please don't leave me, no Don't leave me on the corner A taxi driver on the corner A taxi driver So please don't leave me, no Don't leave me on the corner A taxi driver on the corner Taxi driver, come on, So good night, my friends. Such a wonderful night. Sky high romance. We'll feel it till the light. So much to remember. And so much to forget. We'll taxi driver. The night ain't over yet. So please don't leave me, no Don't leave me on the corner A taxi driver on the corner A taxi driver So please don't leave me, no Don't leave me on the corner A taxi driver on the corner Why don't you open up the door? Yeah!
right back. Oh, nice. Hi, folks. This is Ed Lemo. Who is Ed Lemo and why should I listen? Ed Lemo is an attorney that is unique in that he gives consumers good, solid information about the law that will help protect them against irresponsible drivers, landowners, and doctors and hospitals who are negligent and cause you harm. Ed Lemo has been representing individuals against insurance companies since 1984. Ed Lemo limits his practice to accident, injury, and medical malpractice claims. You can find out more about me at my website at www.lemolaw.com. That's www.lemolaw.com. Or you can reach me at 646-522-9082. So if you're injured in an accident or a victim of malpractice and you need a trial attorney who has experience in the courtroom and gets results, Call Ed Lemo at 646-522-9082, or you can reach me at edwardlemo at yahoo.com. Or you can go to my website for further information, www.lemolaw.com. You'll be glad you did. Thank you. All right, lemolaw.com. Ed Lemo, a great personal injury attorney. Please check him out, lemolaw.com. Also, the show is brought to you by Chirping Chickens, chirpingchickens.com. Please go onto their website, download their app for a huge discount. Just mention the show. Also, we have Accordia Shipping. For all of your shipping needs, please uh, go onto accordiashipping.com uh, for a huge discount as well. Just mention Chirp about it live. All right, we also have Papa John's Pizza for tonight's dinner. All right, so uh, just order after the show. Order your pizza at tonight's dinner on papajohns.com. Again, mention Chirp about it live for his discount. Also, folks, if you'd like to uh, sponsor the show, uh, please send me an email at Patrick Double K at the end at saintly.com. Patrick Double K at saintly, S A I N T L Y.com. Uh, so there's a lot of, a lot of stuff happening with the show we're developing. Also, uh, if you missed this episode or if you'd like to listen to our past episodes, uh, visit us on, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, podcast. All right. Uh, just go under chirp about it live. All right. You can hear our uh, past episodes, including, uh, uh, this evening's episodes. So great stuff. Good things are happening. We love it. All right. Ian Bamberger, man, taxi driver. I love that. Open the door. I'll tell you, Ian, man, you're so talented. You're, you're creative, man. Oh, thank you, you're, you're, There you go. Your mic's on now. Yeah. You're just creative, huh? Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's a nice New York city. I can hear it. Taxi driver, open the door. Man, I'm so lucky to have you, you in have, sit by side by side with me. You know, when you said <laughs> give me a lift, I didn't know whether you meant give me a ride or take a lift. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Uber driver. <laughs> you know, it's Ooh. interesting. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up in New York City... Um, there was always the taxi medallions. Yes. And oh, people would yeah. buy taxi medallions, and they would work their whole life to be able to buy a taxi medallion that you know, could be $400,000, $1.2 million. They increased what? in value. And in the disruptive nature of Uber technology, those taxi medallions are now worth... Uh, 100000 or something like that. It went down. It's gone down. It clearly went mm-hmm. way down. Yeah. And yeah. the value. And so it's just interesting to see te- disruptive technologies like Uber affecting the earlier marketplace. And that's and right. People thought that would never change. And lo and behold, there you have it. Yeah. You know? A lot of yeah. these guys are committing suicide, in fact. These ca- these that's exactly drivers. what I, yeah. I heard about. Yeah. 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 Totally. You're, you're, you look surprised. Yes, it's true. Uh, a lot of them, are, yeah, they're not making the, enough money anymore, so uh, oh. it's it's too bad. But with that, uh, Arturo, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, share your thoughts on that. I mean, you are the guest, so let's well, let's chat I mean, with you. Well, I mean, I'm uh, just tonight. I just wish more people were surrounded by lovely family and friends and support and weren't so, you know, monetarily like yeah. disrupted. Mm. Like, I get money is really important, but there's a lot of countries out here. If you have a good family and good support and good friends, they can help you through things. But yeah. Jeez, that's really sad. Very disheartening. Yeah, well, I saw your eyes. Yeah, but that's, yeah, it's, it's I was true. very. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really. Sad. All right, well, let's chit chat about you. Point. You were uh, oh, welcome to the show, by the Thank way. Thank you. Are you having First a good time? time? I hope you are. Yes, I'm having a great time. Okay, good, good. good. You don't <laughs> seem nervous to me. You said you were nervous. Really, I was like, I hope this mic has a filter so it makes me <laughs> sound really cool. Uh, you do. <laughs> very, very. You confident. do. You sound cool and you look uh, cool, and your you. your work looks cool. And, yeah. and actually, is cool. You know, I've, I've saw some, seen some of your work. Great adjective for today. So you're a pr- uh, a portrait, portrait uh, painter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Love tell us about portrait. your your portraits. How you got started? And well, it all happened when I was four years old, and I saw a Leonardo da Vinci portrait, hmm. and it was done, I think, with red Conte pencil or brown Conte pencil, and I just remember seeing how delicate and well designed and well drafted that profile view of uh, it was either a Virgin Mary or an uh, angelic uh, female figure uh, and just seeing her face and realizing like someone made this by hand really touched me and yeah. like made me interested I was so curious I was like how did that happen how is this possible this looks better than real life uh, <coughs> I, I could see the energy it, you know art has a way of reaching into people and grabbing their psyche and getting them excited about a lot of different things and I just had that connection Mm-hmm. at a, a really early age yeah. and ever since then i was obsessed with portraiture and wanting to draw the face i thought it was the most difficult thing to draw yeah um in fact you have a statement that you've made i actually wrote it down and it says uh, uh i'm mesmerized by uh, portraiture gazing at someone until i no longer recognize them that's powerful yeah you realize uh people are just shapes and mm-hmm. colors and we all have very similar shapes and colors and it's uh we're not so different so you it's just stare, stare 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 and i mean when you're painting you just get lost in the technicality of it and the metaphor what it might mean to other people the composition there's so many things going on in a painting that it's like you rediscover deconstruct a friend that you're painting and reconstruct them and you just learn so much about them and yourself and what they look like where one eye might be a little higher than another a nostril bigger than the other because you know the faces aren't perfectly symmetrical right creepy if you look it up (laughs) on google it's very disturbing so they have this beautiful asymmetry that just somehow brings them to life and when you're able to look at these shapes i don't know it's always very mesmerizing for me yeah all right good now you just had a recently had a show in uh, yes, soho i just is had it, a solo show with dacha gallery is it human uh humanism hu- humanism two. Hu- humanism two <laughs> yeah because there was a, fir- a humanism one yeah so tell <laughs> us about uh, how'd it go um it went really well a lot of love and support um I, you know, I did a lot of marketing. Uh, you, a lot of artists today, I, th- I think, especially in college, aren't taught to be business savvy, which I wish they would, you know, realize that you to make a profit, you have to put money down and you have to be willing to do the hustle and do the dance and go send out business cards and talk to everyone. Uh, so the turnout was amazing. Uh, we had a lot of people. The gallery was packed. Uh, I felt a lot of love and support. You know, being in a studio all the time, you're kind of just kept away you're isolated 
sometimes you kind of forget what you why you're doing this. Yeah. And then when everyone shows up, it's <laughs> it's a little extreme and overwhelming. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if it's the healthiest lifestyle to be like in complete solitude. <laughs> and then one day out of the year or two days out of the year, there's like a hundred people asking you all these questions, and you're just like, oh wow, I need you know there has to be some middle ground. So I'm working on like. Having more of a not that I don't have a social life, but enjoying that more and yeah. like hanging out with family more and well, cool. you can have yeah, studio yeah. visits, right? <laughs> that too. So it's productive. Uh, so uh, how did the show come about? Uh, well, in what terms? Like uh, talking well, you to were people in a gallery in Soho, yeah. yeah, yeah, and somehow you had to meet the gallerist. Yes. And so and they had to like your work. I'm, I mean, as yeah. an art dealer, I deal with this all the time. I have a gallery up in Harlem. Yeah. And uh-huh. I've worked for some of the biggest galleries in the country. So, Amazing. So how did that show come about? Well, it all started, I'm from Pennsylvania. Uh, I consider Pennsylvania my home because that's where I learned about art. And we have a really great arts community there in the Lehigh Valley. Uh, I'm from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I went to a charter arts high school there. I learned most of my education there. And I've, after that, I competed uh, in a competition and won some awards. And this l- curator named Christine Oaklander took me under her wing and taught me how to network. Uh, and then over the years, I met this wonderful artist named Aaron Anderson. Not over the years. It was like a year later. He's <laughs> 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 so old. Um, but, um, you know, a-, a year later, I met this wonderful artist, Aaron Anderson, who was visiting from Ohio. Well, she moved from Ohio. And... Uh, I wanted to work with her and then she later became represented by Dotcha Gallery and we've been really close friends. She's like my big sister and and she kind of, she's been seeing my work grow and develop and she said, you know what, I think you're ready. This is uh, a good opportunity. Uh, Let me talk to the gallery director and owner uh, and and see if we can get you a show, which was really nice of her. Beautiful. You know. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. You also worked for Jeff Koons. He's the renowned Jeff Koons. Jeff Koons. That big guy, that guy. <laughs> He's amazing, yeah. Yeah, what was it like working for him? Amazing. It yeah. was a really good experience. I mean, a lot of artists, it's touchy because a lot of young artists expect so much from, you know, other artist studios. But uh, after graduating high school, I, I worked a lot in galleries and nonprofits and uh, studied a little bit about, not a lot, but talked to people who knew about the art market mm-hmm. and are there like really famous artists who have these studios. And you're just, you know, you, you do your job and you show up, you clock in and you clock that's out right. and you are uh, provided payment. So that's the exchange, which was beautiful. That's usually how it works <coughs> when you work yeah. for somebody. <laughs> yeah. You do work Hello. and there's payment. <laughs> do you expect them to get you into Gagosian? No. <laughs> you sign up, you get a you get a paycheck. It was a really great sp- steady income i really appreciated i learned so much from just watching you know i observed okay this is how he does this this is how he does that yeah oh look how he photographs things so that you know it's ready for the contracts and you know insurance purposes and it's in a crate and look how big it is so like thinking about financially how where all the money has to go he also has another studio or, or foundry for his sculpture in new jersey and realizing like all the mouths he feeds and how hard he works and the things he has to delegate. He's not just, you know, he's obviously he doesn't paint his paintings. I don't think that's shocking. He's doing something else and a lot of respect to him. And 
you know, I really appreciate for artists that are able to provide for so many other people. I think it's great. So this I is just Jeff say Koons? Thank you. Jeff yeah, Koons. Jeff Koons. For the, those who don't know who he is, who is this man? What does he do? How does he He's provide? He's like America's lar- biggest artist, basically. He's, mm-hmm. uh, He's represented sold. by Gagosian. He's yeah. huge, huge well, history books. Yeah, he had a he had the la- at the Whitney before it moved wow. downtown. Mm-hmm. He had a, a retrospective at the Whitney. Okay, and um, he's an international artist represented by Gagosian, and mm-hmm. um, you know many people might know that he did the balloon purple balloon dog, pink balloon dog. Okay. Ah. Uh, he had a show at Versailles. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah. very well known, and mm-hmm. he's very affable. He lived in Italy. Wow. Married an Italian or had an Italian gal. Um, <laughs> he's very smart, and he's 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 as much a producer, yeah, as as an artist, and yeah, creator. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. I mean, it's, it's polarizing. Yeah, uh, it know? is. It's really easy to hate him. Like I I know a lot of because the market is so split from low to high end, and you know. There's a lot of middle crown artists that need, you know, are trying to make money and they see someone like Jeff Koons make all this money. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but, you know, he he also networked and was really smart and, you know, he knows how to play the game. Hats off to him for being an amazing businessman. And he does a lot of charity like <laughs> yeah, I feel wow. like it's really easy to hate on someone, but he's like very charitable. I'm like, you know, if I could provide for some for a lot of yeah. young artists. You know, um, of course, there's always things you can do better. I would love to, like, mentor, give these young artists a show. Like, if I was ever in a position like that, I'd do what he's doing. He does. Yeah. I think he's a great guy. You know? I love that. I, love I have yeah. another I, another question. He gets then. a lot of flack. We're talking about balloons. <clears throat> what was this Banksy piece of art that during the... Uh, uh, oh, the so it happened. Right. It, it, so it, everyone... It, so it's brilliant. Cut itself? He is is it more, is right, it so more valuable now because so of this? Oh, yeah. So here's what happened. <laughs> About uh, two and a half weeks Genius. ago in London... Sotheby's in London. Uh, a Banksy went up for auction. It happened to be the last lot. Yeah. And um, it went for 800. It, the hammer price was a million pounds. Is 1.4 million dollars mm-hmm. all oh in. Oh my God. At the moment when the hammer came down, there were two telephone bidders that were bidding. A woman telephone bidder one sold. Was it one point four million dollars? My God! At the moment that the gavel hit the wood, it started dropping, and there were razor blades, exacto blades, uh-huh. that started slicing it into about twelve vertical slices, almost like strips of gum. You know, you just know, it's gotta be historical. You know the number of slices. I think it you was. Pay attention. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> everybody, everybody at Sotheby's went bananas. People, yeah. It it actually didn't go all the way down. It it, it was like three quarters of the way. That's what down. I saw. Yeah. At that moment, they took it away, and in the ensuing week, there were negotiations, as you could imagine. Did Sotheby's know? Was there a uh-huh. guy in a room who they removed with security? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is the woman who won it? Uh, at auction, going to keep it. Mm-hmm. In fact, she did. It's there. They renamed it. It was Girl with Balloon, and it's now called Love in the Bin, wow. uh, 2018. And now it's obviously worth more. Everybody's we're talking be. about it, and every work of art now by Banksy, yeah. who's not represented by any gallery, is mm-hmm. it's sort of he's this anonymous artist. 
the whole art world. It was the best prank probably of the century. That's yeah, amazing. I think now so. it's it, the amazing. century isn't that old, but it's <laughs> damn good. It was yeah. really good. Everybody, it's just, it's brilliant because it's yeah. it's self-effaced. It's sort of like playful and mm-hmm. badass and just. It, it was genius. Yeah, yeah it was seems genius. like genius. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was genius. Yeah. So, Gene, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I just wanted know. to add that in because uh, I'm, I'm, I cannot call myself an art aficionado, like I'm a newbie. But seeing that and his Instagram. And he called people out saying, listen, uh, no one knew about this. I designed it. You know, and whoever, whoever Banksy is, that's amazingly epic. It's epic. It's epic. It's pretty cool. It always gets to that people ask me all the time about the value of art. You know, why is a Jeff Koons dog balloon worth $34 million or a Banksy now worth double? Um, it's simple. Uh, art is worth what someone will pay for it. Yeah, that's beautiful. And if people are w- so, the most expensive painting ever sold was a Leonardo da Vinci, right? Salvatore Mundi, for four hundred and fifty million dollars to Crown Prince in Saudi Arabia. That brings up other issues. <laughs> <laughs> with that, Gene, hold on well, one second. Okay. We in fact have uh, Mrs. Sophia Resnick on the line oh, with us. Yay. Hello, Sophia. Good evening. Hi, Patrick. Oh, hello. Can can you hear us? Uh, yes, I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you very well. Okay, good. Well, welcome. How have you been? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you. How about Working you? on another children's book um, at the moment. Yeah, so tell us about the book. Cool. Yeah, uh, well, we just finished Family and the Battle of Cougar Lake, and it's words by Jerry Lorenzo Miller. And uh, it, I did the cover art and uh, a lot of the portrait plates. Mm hmm. And we also ha- had a third artist named My- Mark Redden who, assist in, uh, who was assisting us and um, did some beautiful work. And there, um, it's a true story, and it's actually you can YouTube the story. It's, call, it's um, called Battle, I mean, it's called, yeah, Battle at Kruger Lake. And um, so basically Jerry, um, he turned it into almost like a theatrical play, poetic expression of what happened to this little bull who gets attacked by five lionesses and then uh, a few minutes later everybody's talking about it. he thinks they think he's done and then he falls into the pond and it gets even worse the crocodiles start trying to get him yeah they bring they bring him back um, on land and these are these giant african water buffalo that are just all of a sudden they realize that he was missing and they the whole herd comes back and gets him and basically takes uh, this one main bull takes all the lionesses off of him one by one and uh, and rescues him and they all join the family and are reunited and um, it's a very kind of a strong uh, beautiful message and the, their beautiful watercolors of um, the herd coming back together and the faces of the bull mm-hmm. and uh, the water buffalo and um, Kruger Lake we're giving part of the proceeds to uh, a, an orphanage in South Africa, oh, and um, and uh, since it takes place in South Africa, and that there's a GoFundMe page. It's called Family at Battle at Kruger Lake, and you could, you could see more about it. Um, although, if you want to reach us, you can reach us directly because we're basically want to produce um, one for every library in the country is the goal, and then eventually into a play and. Uh, with uh, some music, so um, oh, wow. it's but it's a it's a really beautiful cover, beautiful, you know, of a, 
and I, I was thinking about my father when I did it. He recently passed, and so try to think mm-hmm. about like the family, you know. Yeah. And um, sometimes it's a fight, and sometimes you know that's what this country is going through. I think now, yeah. and art can be a great way to unite, you know, some of the feelings and express our emotions. I love it. And uh, I was following the last part part, part of the the show and uh a, mom- a moment ago and i heard about how to put a price on art and it's it's really priceless i think renoir once was asked you, you know uh, they offered him something like millions of dollars at the time in france for his paintings and he said that's an insult you can't put a price on art you know Ask Jeff Coons about that. <laughs> Is there any, uh, so, yeah, please check out the book. It's Family at Battle at Kruger Lake mm-hmm. and uh, the GoFundMe page. And uh, I'm SophiaResnick.com, and it's R-E-Z-N-I-C-K. And you can see some of the images there. And um, I'd be, I'm really excited to see this go to the next level. And I'm also working on a story called... Um, uh, the history of a missing teddy bear. Where the heck did Teddy go? With another <laughs> author from <laughs> uh, named Patrick McIntyre, and that should be out soon as well. Oh, beautiful! But, Wonderful. But the family at Battle of Kruger Lake, I really feel like it, it's also talking about unifying America in a way. It's it's like the family. We yeah, need to be yeah. one. Oh, we wow. shouldn't be divided. I hear that. The timing couldn't be better. You know. Yep. Yep. Couldn't have been yeah. better. Yeah. Vote next Tuesday. We are, <laughs> we'd be happy to get some more people uh, to support this project because we'd like to have it out by the end of the year. And, um, yeah, it'd be really exciting. And uh, it kind of uh, reaches an age group, even though it's a kid's book. He has a quote from uh, Mitch Hedberg, who's a comedian from Philadelphia. And, God rest his soul. And basically that says, every book is a kid's book, man, if the kid can read. that's beautiful all right sophia well thank you for calling in uh folks please uh support uh, sophia's book sophia resnick's book resnick r-e-z-n-i-c-k dot com and it's s-o-p-h-i-a r-e-z-n-i-c-k dot com and as well as um go fund me at uh family battle at kruger lake family battle at kruger lake you can see the original on youtube and you can order a book of this coffee table book from us which um will help other people in need as well beautiful and and uh i thank you patrick this is such a lovely oh, my, excerpt and, uh, my anyway. pleasure my pleasure uh, we'll do it again no question about and it happy birthday to jerry lorenzo miller oh yes jerry happy birthday if you're listening I was expecting yeah, Jerry to call I, I in, but know. he's uh, celebrating his birthday, so I guess <laughs> I don't. Um, but uh, he will. We'll be on again. We, you know. Yeah, of course. And, well, and I'd love to, you know, um, really show you some of the the beautiful watercolors, um, like the Pocky, the crocodile, the different characters, and uh, and uh, the bull and the main bull that. Yeah. Cleans up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm really excited right. about this book. I think it'll be beautiful. All right, Sophia. And, uh, well, uh, thank you for calling, though. We just have to uh, almost you. close it out, huh? Bye, Patrick. All right, thank you, love. All right, folks, okay, support uh, Sophia Resnick. That was, uh, oh, well. Sorry about that. So, well, uh, that was Sophia Resnick. Great, uh, great friend of mine. Uh, great artist, by the way. Uh, great oil painting. No question about it. 
I love that. I love when people are doing positive things, you know, and giving yeah. back. You That's what it's all back. about. Got to give back, you know, <clears throat> through books, through art, through, through whatever. All right, Mr. Sidman, it's been a full packed show tonight. How have you been, and what's up with you? What's been going on with you, Mr. R.D.? Uh, I wanted to tell you uh, there's a quote that I have uh, that relates to what we've been talking about, and it says, the greatest value of a work of art is when it forces us to notice what we never expected to see. Hmm. Oh, so I, true. That's so true. You know, it, the interesting thing that I love about art is that none of us see the same painting. Okay, so you do portraiture. You see the person as you see them. Yeah. Differently than the person sees themselves. Correct, yeah. Patrick will look at that portrait and not see the painting that I see. Um, because, first of all, the colors. He doesn't see the same colors I see. Ten mm percent -hmm. of men, as it turns out, are colorblind. Wow. Yep. The female color mixers at Chap Coons are really, really awesome. <laughs> they were really good. Oh, yeah. You're the one, yeah. I hope yeah. that you're not in the 10 percent. Uh, I mean, I was all right. We, I could mix, like, at most, like, 15, 18. But we had some women who could mix, like, 38 tubes. And it's, like, pretty substantial amounts of oil paint. And for them to, like, do triple or double of what we could do. And Ooh. it was probably the one of the better mixers you can say you were one of the best color i mixers. was one of the best color mixers everybody. wait 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 for the lame layman's terms a color mixer you're making different shades of colors yeah we would use oh i mean it was really awesome like he would have like the best paints it was old hollands like really beautiful like one two would be like three hundred dollars of like and so you get to work with what? these beautiful materials uh, and mix oil paint. The thing is, you have to be careful with your wrist because you're constantly flicking your wrist around, making sure that because you're mixing the paint with uh, palette knives. But you know, I've yeah. heard of you know ice cream scoopers. They get scoopers elbow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you saying that painting paint mixers get wrist. painters wrist? Painters wrist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> painters wrist. <laughs> These are wrist. terms I've never heard of. This We're making awesome. them up right now. <laughs> that's called whisk or wrist reward okay. there you go oh, that sounds suspicious <laughs> so yeah yes uh, so anyway the art <laughs> so the art world okay okay I so the, he's getting funny. caught up right. the, the, i love it <laughs> there's so many interesting things going uh, going um on in the art world right now in new york city i would run over to tfaf t-e-f-a-f -E at the park avenue armory it is probably the it's Arguably one of the best shows, uh, art fairs that comes to New York. Uh, they're in Maastricht um, in Europe, and it's the most uh, honored, cherished show, esteemed show for art. And in this edition, it's the third time they've been in New York. Run over, it's 67th and Park Avenue. Mm -hmm. And um, the everything about it, they've, they've transformed the... Park Avenue Armory into a elegant, really elegant. I have to check it out. Exhibition space. That's oh. on oh twenty eighth. No, that's the other one. There's two oh, armories. This is the Park Avenue Armory. That one is on Lexington. The, this one where TFF is at is at sixty seventh and Park Avenue. Wow. Run, oh, I know. Run there. Okay. Yeah. Just beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh, oh good. Those shows are always amazing. Yeah. Well, I heard you mention to uh, Artur a little while ago about your Picassos. You've dealt, you've done some deals. Yeah, I, I've Ooh. sold, I've sold, a, you know, I've, I've had good fortune to sell Picasso and Miro and Chagall. Um, 
I, I actually there was one one time when I worked uh, I started work at a gallery, and the first day. I sold a $60,000 Chagall print and they came in the next day and paid in cash. What? And, um, you know, it's, it's good to sell a print like that on your first day. Uh, my, the director of the gallery was very pleased and, um, and we had to count the money. So there was in hundred dollar bills. And so, <laughs> so the director, hundred dollar right, bills. So, so the director counted it and my job was to, um, to take a, a counterfeiting pen and make a mark. Oh my god! To make, sure, <laughs> to make sure that they were, you know, not counterfeit. And then he gave the money to me, and I had to count the money. And so it took twenty three minutes. I remember. I looked at how long it took. It took twenty three minutes to count sixty thousand dollars. Okay. And afterwards, our hands were dirty. You know, they oh, talk about yeah, they yeah, talk about, yeah, yeah. Money's not so clean. <laughs> no, no, it's not. And, and maybe That's the, a deep uh, comment right there. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's layers. great. There's another time I I, I think I so, I sold a uh, a a another painting. Uh, it was also a Chagall to a Russian mobster, and wow. um, how do you know? I gave him a, a really good price. I gave him a really good price. Well, and, of course. <laughs> He's a and, 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 and the director was like, "I think we should charge him more. I think it was too low a price." And I said, "I am not." Calling that gentleman back and telling him that the price should be a little higher. So we kept it at, at the price. I love okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> I love anyway, it. The, the art world is always amazing, uh, yes, whether it's a Picasso or a, a um, Basquiat or a Herring. And mm -hmm. Or a Cabrera. Oh, Cabrera, and a Cabrera. That's right. And so he's an up-and-comer, beautiful portraits. And um, where can they see the, the, the gallery? Is it yes. up? It's up in the so it was up uh, October eighth and it's coming down November first so that's this Thursday. If you hurry, wanna, hurry, yeah. What's the address? Uh, fifty three Staten Street, fifty three Staten Street. That's I think it's one zero zero, three zeros and a two. Is that the Lower East Side? <laughs> Lower East Side, right. yeah, right by Chinatown, there you so go. area. Don't miss it. Is it Stanton? S T A N T O N. Stanton, yeah. Stanton. Did I say Stanton? Stanton. Stanton. There we go. Stanton. There you go. 53 there's a show at the City Bear this Friday. Yes, I there is. City Bear with Why Do You Create? Yeah. Love, it. Uh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Playing some music there. All right, good. All right. All right. Well, we're going to close out the show. And I think, Ian, why don't you start playing some tunes oh, now, yeah, huh? Sure. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Well, folks, I'd like to, well, first off, I'd like to thank you, Toro. You're always welcome back onto the show. Wonderful uh, line of work, I got to tell you. So thank talented. You. And you did wonderfully on the, on the show. Wow. I want you back, no question. Yes, Mr. Please. Gene Seidman, my good friend. Thank and you. Mr. Handsome, look at him, huh? You're, handsome, you're more handsome than I am. No, Jesus. no, 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 no. Gene, I always love you. Of course, you, you don't need an invitation. You know, this is your show as well. Always love to have you on. And, of course, my little younger brother, Ian Bamberger. I love him playing the tune in the Thank background. You. He's going to close us out. All right, folks, that was our episode of Chirp Bite Live. Hope you enjoyed it. We have a spectacular show for you next week, so tune in. Same time, same place. City Wall Radio Network, citywallradio.com. Chirp Bite Live, 8 p.m. Yep. Armed Forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. 
each year. AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at amvets.org. Hi, I'm Janice Ian. Do you remember how excited you were at the start of summer every year and how the summer just started to drag on after a few months and you couldn't wait to get back to school, see your old friends, make new friends, get new books and a new locker and a clean slate? Well, you should have been excited about music class, too, because that was a special room where you went to sing, perform with your friends, and learn all kinds of interesting stuff about great composers, instruments, different kinds of music and songs. We remember our music teachers because they were so passionate about helping us learn to love music. They helped to spark a love for listening to notes and voices and rhythms that continues to enrich our lives even today. I bet your kids feel the same way about music class. Ask them and make sure they get involved with music in school and in their lives. A PSA brought to you by MENC, the National Association for Music Education, and the National Anthem Project, the campaign to restore America's voice through music education. Music, part of a sound education. Today's entertainment has been brought to you in part by Galito's Restaurant. Galito's specializes in Portuguese cuisine. In addition to these delicacies, Galito's offers pasta, steaks, seafood, and chops. A full-service bar includes wines, beers, and spirits to complement your meal. Galito's offers casual ambiance at the bar or their dining room. Galito's also has a private banquet room for social events with a party package to accommodate your budget. Galito's also offers seasonal cafe seating. Galito's is located at 29 Elm Avenue in Mount Vernon, New York, conveniently located across from the Mount Vernon East train station. You can call Galito's at area code 914-668-0100. Once again, the number is area code 914-668-0100. For information on reservations, or go to the website at www.galitosrestaurant.com. Enjoy your dining experience. <laughs> 